Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Monday night football between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100. In this episode, I will be giving you my best bet for a pick on the spread, as well as two of my favorite player props to play on Prize Picks. First, we'll go over how the weekend was. Then we'll talk about some trends that I think should be factored into this game. And then we'll talk about where the money is, which is definitely important for a primetime game like this. Then we'll talk about the X's and O's. And then, of course, end with my favorite player props in this game. First, over the weekend, went 2-2 two and two on the Not Gambling Advice episode. But then I put out a Sunday night football pick, which unfortunately didn't hit. It was the over 41, and that game ended 19-16. to 16. Plenty of chances in the red zone, but of course it lost and it's a loser and it goes down as a loser. And now our record is 65, 45 and three winning at a 59% rate. We are plus 14.95 units. I'm not going to hide from it. I've just been bad lately. We were up 20 units about two and a half weeks ago. And in that time, we're down about four ish units, almost five. It just hasn't been good, especially on the game picks and on the props on the Sunday episode. Again, just did really poorly. It was a Six player entry so we didn't end up losing anything more than that one entry but still the props on that side were not good but then on Sunday we had a nice two-man entry and then again we had another two-man entry that hit so the props have been trending upwards you can find all those on the Picket Sports app which I highly recommend you downloading it is in the episode link description you get a an alert whenever I place a bet and you should sync your sports book as well so you can track your plays but let's just talk about Monday night football let's talk about some trends because i know that you're looking at this game at minus four a chargers team that seems to be red hot at the moment but then and you have a colts team who just blew an historic lead they blew a 33 point lead and the minnesota vikings ended up winning the chargers are coming off that win against the titans they've been hot lately and guess what the books are doing they're giving you a four point spread but you guys know what I'm going to be on. Dog in primetime trends as much as you want because you know that they're hitting at an incredible rate both this year and historically. Dogs in primetime of over a field goal. You know, those trends of dogs between three and seven this year are still very profitable, and that's where the Colts line in. But Justin Herbert, you never want to take him as a favorite. We talk about this a lot. Justin Herbert is great as an underdog because there's a lot of variance there with the head coach Brandon Staley and the fact that Justin Herbert can always get you a touchdown late in order to cover an underdog spread. And that's reflected in the trends. He is 11-6 and six ATS as an underdog, but as a favorite, he is 13, 15, and 1. 
Herbert and the Chargers haven't performed well off close wins, which they just had against the Titans. They're 2-3 and three straight up and 1-3-1 and three and one against the spread this season after a win by three points or less in their last game. Justin Herbert is a great quarterback. He is. There's no doubt about it. And the Chargers are probably a better team than the Indianapolis Colts. I say probably. They definitely are. But don't be surprised if the Colts win this game. Let's talk about where the money is, again, on primetime. Because the problem with showing you some Colts trends is that a lot of them are, of course, with Matt Ryan and Nick Foles will be making his first start in this game. But we also know that first game with a backup quarterback, it tends to be a rallying cry for a lot of these defenses, and these teams tend to show up. I don't believe the narrative that the Colts are somehow done after that tough loss. I only believe that it's going to make them show up for this game. They don't want to get embarrassed in primetime again, and I think you'll see a high level of intensity from this Indianapolis Colts team. We can't forget they have a really good defense, and Nick Foles is not that bad of a quarterback. I know he's a backup, but we remember he won a Super Bowl. Like This is Nick Foles you know, we saw the line move up in the direction of the Chargers after Nick Foles got announced. It went up to five and then back down to four because a lot of sharp money bought this Colts team down because it was too big of a line movement for a Nick Foles where you can make the argument that he is, what, is he worse than Matt Ryan? Is he worse than Matt Ryan? I don't think so. So right now what we're looking at, and this is on a couple of different sites, this is on Pickett, this is on VEASAN, this is on Action Network, it's clear the Chargers are getting the bulk of the money. 77% of bets, 67% of the handle according to VEASAN, and they get their uh, betting splits directly from the DraftKings Sportsbook, and 85% of bets, 88% of the handles on the Los Angeles Chargers. Just to give you a point of reference, we just saw that the Cardinals covered that 6.5 point spread, even though it was Trace McSorley against Tom Brady of all people. 74% of bets were on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 90% of bets were on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line and of course the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won that game but we also have to remember when this amount of money is on the opposite side on a road favorite where Justin Herbert is not normally good at covering spreads like this that is a recipe for a disaster so how are the Colts going to do it well, I can tell you for one thing, the Colts have a very good defense. They're near the top 10 in most defensive metrics. They're good in coverage. They have really, really good linebackers. Zaire Franklin is one of the league leaders in tackles. Their other guy on the side, he's also a really, really good linebacker. I, I want to say his name. I know it, but I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm not going to embarrass myself. But they have two guys with over 120 tackles on the year, two really good linebackers, good corners, just a very good defense. That's the only reason that the Colts are staying in games, because we know how bad the offense has been. And you're going to tell me, well, Peter, Justin, Ta Justin Taylor, Jonathan Taylor is out. But again, how good has Jonathan Taylor been this year? When Zach Moss came in, he had 24 carries for 80-plus rushing yards, and Deion Jackson was also contributed there too. They can still run the football. It doesn't have to be Jonathan Taylor. So with Matt Ryan out, with Jonathan Taylor out, I think that the public is going to look up about the Chargers and think this is an easy one. And if we know betting on the NFL, it is anything less than easy. We know that Justin Herbert, as a favorite, not good. We know that the Chargers, as a favorite of over a field goal, not good. We have a home dog coming off a tough loss when we've seen this hot Chargers team. This is a recipe for a Colts cover, so I'm going to go with the Colts plus the four. That is the official pick, and I honestly, I would not be surprised if they win this game 
that's the NFL for you. Now, let's talk about my player props because on the player prop side, we've been much better. But I got to say, I still do love this Colts pick. I really do. It's one of my favorite picks in a while. I think this is a spot where you just cannot go with the Chargers here. It, maybe I would reconsider it if the Chargers were at two and a half or three because it's still more than likely that they win this game. But I don't think it's by over a field goal. And especially, you know, with Justin Herbert variants, if he's if he's getting in the end zone a ton and, and we have some touchdowns, if I have the blanket of the four, that's what I'm going to take. So my two favorite player props first is Mike Williams under four and a half receptions. So Mike Williams is obviously an incredibly talented wide receiver, but he's actually averaging the most yards per catch on the team because he is really the deep threat here. On books right now, you're getting it at minus 125. He averages about 4.8 receptions this season. Um, In 10 games, he has 48 receptions. But again, that's ballooned by a 10 reception day against the Cleveland Browns. In his last five games, he has four receptions, six receptions, one, seven, and two. He gets a lot of targets, but that doesn't honestly mean that he that he hauls all of them in. First, some of the best aspects of this Colts defense is their secondary. And with Justin Herbert having a full complement of wide receivers, whether that be Palmer or Williams or Eckler out of the backfield or Gerald Everett or Keenan Allen or DeAndre Carter, they have everyone available today, including Joshua Kelly, who of course can get a catch out of the backfield. There's just a lot of mouths to feed. And considering that I think the way to kind of beat the Colts, like for example, you can run a little bit on the Colts. It's not the best way. They just have a really good defense, but at least on a fantasy perspective against running backs, the Colts are 27th against fantasy running backs that's not a great stat to look at but at least that goes to show you that there will be a rushing attack there will be a heavy dosage of Austin Eckler in this game or at least there should be so I don't think that Mike Williams goes over four and a half receptions there's just too many weapons here and considering how good the Colts secondary is I don't think that he's they're just going to feed him relentlessly again because against Wide receivers, the Colts have done very well. Against tight ends, not as much. I think Gerald Everett will be involved, but I'm going to take Mike Williams under four and a half receptions. I think he can get his yards, but I don't think he's going to get five receptions. My second favorite prop is Nick Foles over passing yards. So I like this for a couple of reasons. First, on books right now, we have it at 229 and a half. So we're getting about a seven yard gap, which is sizable. And what we saw and why we took Trace McSorley's over on passing yards, if you're following me on the Pickett Sports app or you're following me on Twitter, there was a large discrepancy between the books and prize picks. And that's what we have again. And on books, 229 and a half is juice towards the over. And the reason why I think he can get this is because the Chargers secondary, first of all, is a bottom 15 unit. It's below average. They rank about 17th against quarterbacks and they've gotten better. Remember that game against the Dolphins, Tua only at 145 yards passing. And then they faced the Tennessee Titans where Ryan Tannehill looked like a piece of garbage, though that's really not what we normally see. Like when we saw against the Raiders, Derek Carr had 250 passing yards against the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had 329, and we could go down the line. This Chargers secondary is just not very good. And I think Nick Foles, for the Colts to keep this game close, like if you like the Chargers and you think the Chargers just blow them out, Nick Foles could still go over his passing yards because it's going to be a throwing from behind game script. But I do think that the Chargers are going to be able to score in this game. And I think Nick Foles through the air is going to have to 
he's going to have to get this if the Colts are going to keep this one close or if the Chargers end up beating the hell out of him, we should see enough passing yards there from Nick Foles. There's obviously not that much film on Nick Foles with these Colts wide receivers, and I think he's going to go over that 222 passing yards. A lot of reasons I like it too. I just don't think a lot of people are going to be on Nick Foles. There's a couple different game scripts that he can get it, and we have a large discrepancy on books versus prize picks. So those are the picks. Colts plus the four. Mike Williams less than four and a half receptions on prize picks and Nick Foles more than 222 and a half passing yards. Hopefully everyone enjoyed their Christmas. We have been cold. That is not a lie, but of course we're always going to update you on the record. We never shy away from losses. Um, and we, even when we get wins, we move on to the next because this is a season long game. We are up 14.95 units. Again, hopefully you guys had a Merry Christmas, but we have to remember and a happy Hanukkah, but remember it's not gambling advice. Thank you.